Well, hi Milana. It's Hello, uh, Milana. it's lovely to have you here. Um, I I uh, every time I think of your name, I think of Madame Picasso. Oh, <laughs> Madame Pussy Picasso, right? Madame Picasso. Madame Picasso. And Pussy Picasso. And Pussy Picasso. The word pussy sometimes mm -hmm. gets people off balance. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll admit that when uh, when I first heard of you, it was through a common friend, through Marco, who was also on the podcast um, a few months ago. And actually, during the podcast, after the podcast, we were talking, and uh, and he was sharing a little bit about you, and he was and it was interesting, right? Because this is a man. <laughs> Um, telling me um, that he had met you and how he was very interested by all the things that you were doing and, and he, found, he found it uh, yeah, very interesting. So he's the one that said, oh, you have to speak to Milana, Madame Picasso. <laughs> so um, I'll very quickly in a nutshell say what Pussy Picasso is. So that's mm -hmm. your project mm -hmm. and you essentially, it's a... Um, I would call it therapy. It's like a ther like a therapeutic process where you guide women um, towards a, a, a different path in order to recover their sexuality or to find it. Right? Mm. Maybe some never even found it, so to find it. Mm. That's I think in a very quick nutshell. And I know we're going to dive into that, and I want to hear all about it. But first, I want to hear about Milana without the Picasso, <laughs> just oh. Milana. Okay. Just Milana. So what was the question? Well, who are you, Milan? I'm an alien. <laughs> okay. I'm a citizen of the world. Um, my religion is love. My lifestyle is um, original, individual, um, free, free human. It, came to experience this physical shape and form. Were you always this version? I always had some of this uh, version, but I was not always allowing myself to be fully, completely original. Mm -hmm. Because the uh, environment kind of shapes you yeah, into who you need to be or who you need to look like. Um, but I finally got to this resolution where I'm finding it's most healing, most therapeutical way to me is to be myself, fully on, and starting from outside, inside, everything. Did that did that process for you start? I, I know you're not from the U.S. Did it start in the U.S. or did it start? Like, what was your journey that brought you to the to the U.S. and specifically to California, which is where we are now? Of course, looking for a, a lifestyle and climate. Uh, most importantly for me at the time was uh, learning English. Okay. I didn't have any English. I lived in Israel at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was traveling quite a bit all around Europe. It was easy, three hours, you anywhere you yeah. want. But no English and it's kind of restricting and you feel weird. But in, even in Israel, you didn't have the opportunity to learn English there. Uh, I, I, I was such a busy mom. I was raising family, two kids, busy. Oh, you have a lot of... Uh, you have, this is a, a long story then. You have kids. I didn't know you had kids. I also. have two sons. Okay. Are they here? They, uh, they one is traveling around the globe. He uh -huh. likes to discover countries by living there for a while. That's awesome. He gets a job. He's an English teacher. Mm -hmm. 
and he teaches kids and then he gets to uh, travel the country wow. and my other son is here okay that's lovely so then you were living in in israel where in israel right in the center okay. uh, near tel aviv okay what's the name Hulon. Hulon. Okay. i was there not too long you ago. did yes okay. i was in i was in israel uh, a little bit over a year ago for the first time i was there for a month so that's why i'm curious where i'm like oh maybe maybe i was uh, i spent some time there but i do not remember the name of that city i don't think uh because Hulon is more for families okay i guess people when they travel they travel around the areas like yeah. tel aviv and uh, jerusalem yeah, and i went to haifa these are more I spent uh, some time in Palestine also, so it was a it was an exotic country. country. It's beautiful. How long were you living there for? Fourteen years. Fourteen years. And where were you before Tel Aviv? I was born in Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, okay. which was part of uh, USSR at the time. Yes. So I speak uh, uh, Russian. Okay. And uh, now it's an autonomic uh, country uh -huh. on its own. They produce a lot of cotton. Okay, and then from there you decided to go to Israel. Yes, because Russia opened up the gates for okay. people to go anywhere they want. We were not allowed to. Mm -hmm. And then when they opened the gate, we, a lot of people uh, escaped. Yeah. Okay. Israel got, I believe, around a million uh, Jews okay. uh, into the country within a couple of years. Wow. It was a massive... Um, so you're Jewish? I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I love this. I'm discovering more and more. <laughs> and I'm originally, maybe it's interesting to mention, from a country where it's a kind of like a third world mindset. Okay. Uh, where woman is a second citizen, kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's normal there it's this is the environment mm -hmm. for uh, the citizens and the the humans of that land uh, but it never sit well with me mm -hmm. and i want to stress it out i'm not a feminist mm -hmm. i do not uh, associate myself with the feministic movement okay so when how old were you when you when you left your country i was about 19. you went to israel for 14 years mm -hmm. You married in Israel, you had... I married in my country. You married in your country? I was married at the age of 17. 18, I was a mom. Wow. Nine months later. Wow. And then the whole family then decides to move to Yes, the, yes. To we Israel. basically escaped the country in the dark. Nobody knew that we were getting out because it, there was a lot of anti-Semitism mm -hmm. at the time. So we were kind of keeping it... Uh, under, um, this is this is fascinating. That's mm -hmm. quite quite a journey. We spent some time in Hungary, okay. uh, a couple of weeks in a camp for Jews that were traveling to Israel because there were a lot of uh, terroristic attack uh, uh, threats. Mm -hmm. So we were staying in a closed camp where they were feeding us and we had everything we need, but we could not escape it. We were not allowed to go outside of it because we were waiting because so many people were traveling to israel uh, jews from russia yes. from all the uh, parts of it and it was overwhelming for israel to get all of them so the airports were probably filled and the government and all these papers and everything was just like difficult and overwhelming so they were keeping people in the camps in different areas like 
I know Italy as well had this. So then from there, you you finally, with your family, you, you, you go to Israel. And I'm sure it was very difficult at the beginning, right? Because first of all, the language, did you learn Hebrew? Uh, I was learning a little bit in uh, uh, with my mother-in-law. She knew Hebrew somehow. She was learning for a long time. Okay. And she was teaching us. But of course, it was very weird. Hebrew is very different from any other group of languages. Mm -hmm. First of all, you write from right to left, mm -hmm. as opposed to yes. here. <laughs> Uh, then we don't have vowels in the language. You, oh, yeah. you have to know the uh, word or you not be able to pronounce it. Wow. So a lot of these tricks, but I was so young and so like fascinated by everything. I was like a kid. I'm getting into a new country and I had my husband. I yeah, had my you were like with a kid with, the, with kids. With a kid. Yeah, with a kid. I was a kid with a kid. Yes. <laughs> wow. So then um, you had your second child there yes and you stayed for 14 years mm -hmm. at one at what point because i'm sure it felt home at some point right i mean that was home totally was, you had your group of friends you had after after going through such a hard time to get there and escaping as you say building a home building a family having a life there why the decision to leave Well, there was a little uh, um, spice to it. We were playing uh, a little green card situation. Okay. My friend was filling out some papers and I said, let's let's fill out as well. Let's just play. It was kind of like yeah, a playful yeah, way. That's the, the, the visa, like the lottery visa. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's how, this, that's how it happened. Yeah. You were the third person I know that, had, that uh, got that visa. Mm. It's unbelievable. I know a lot it's of pretty rare. Now. Yeah, it's pretty it's, rare. It's pretty rare, and I know three now. Actually, four. With you are the fourth one. That's crazy. And they all live in San Diego because <laughs> when they want to decide where to go, they want to come to California, right? That's why you also decided yes. on California. Yeah, we had friends living here, and when we communicated with them, they're like, "This is the best state. Don't even try nothing else." Mm -hmm. But I did went to Florida, and then I went to New York. Okay. And none of it was appealing to me because Israel is pretty brutal climate. Yeah. It's hot and humid most of the time of the year and all these insects that come with it, like cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a big fan of that. Yeah. And then I went to New York and it's like hectic. Lifestyle is very hectic and it's cold. I went wintertime. I'm like, no. Yeah, it's, it's cold. So, Why not Florida though? Because Florida is so warm. It's uh, too much. Too, too warm? Too warm and too humid. I don't okay. like much humidity. California is perfect. It's a balanced, uh, grounded land of opportunity beautiful attitude beautiful people what's not to like yeah. ocean no you're right so how long have you been here then 17 years 17 now. wow that's awesome okay so let's go let's go back to this um when that awakening as a woman for you started you feel that it was always there or it started really even before you got married, like what was that process? Because I find it very interesting how after all your your journey, you have now this um, project mm -hmm. that is so much about really pushing women to 
find themselves physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe explain the maybe explain okay. Cozy Picasso first, and we'll take it from there. Mm. I was asking. I sometimes I ask a question and I get quiet, and that's how I get answers. That's my connection with the source. Mm-hmm. How I find it true. Um, I asked, what is Pussy Picasso, bottom line? Because when I explain to people what it is, everyone gets fascinated. Uh, but the bottom line came up as Pussy Picasso is how to be best friend, best lover, uh, amazing human, superhuman, compassionate, loving, forgiving, original, um, satisfied happy as a mindset no one is happy 24 7 but happy is a mindset um, beautiful friend just to yourself just really truly amazing friend and i think that's the best relationship and the most important relationship we need to work on mm-hmm. And also, um, I'm realizing that people so much looking outside for validation and for comparison and uh, uh, looking for someone to idolize. Pussy Picasso is all about you. You idolizing you. Not Kardashians, not other uh, um, movie stars and pop stars. You are the star. And I'm embracing it in everyone. And it has nothing to do with uh, selfishness and egocentric or any of that low vibration descriptions. It's a human taking responsibility of his needs and desires and coming out to the world. I love myself and I love you. I don't judge. I don't criticize. I don't compare. I don't envy and I don't get jealous. But I do get inspired. Mm. So I found this project as a lifestyle okay. for other people to grasp on and thrive. So it's a lifestyle, it's a mindset. Yes. And how do you facilitate that to others? How do you bring others into that mindset and into that lifestyle? What is the, what is that process that you share? Working on myself, being that and exuding that energy and that vibration to people. And then they come to me and they ask, wow, what is it that you do? This is what I do. Do you want a piece of this cake? Yes. And when they say yes, I invite them. And they, not everyone is ready for this uh, jump. Mm-hmm. Some people need to do a little bit of work to get to this wanting to be happy, wanting to be um, original. So let's say I I meet you and I and I want a piece of that cake, and I say, Milana, I am ready. I want a piece of this cake of this experience of this lifestyle. What are the steps? Right now I've created um, a Mm -hmm. one-on-one. I don't want to call it coaching. It's inspiration. Okay. One-on-one inspiration. 
we sit down and we find out what are your gifts and what's your strength. You don't need to be like me or like anyone else. I want to embrace what you got. I want you to see inside and get it out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you to do that through art, through communication, through just being around together and you seeing that it's normal, it's okay to be, uh, to ask, to uh, unfold, to be different. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's actually the rewarding part. Yeah. So do you, how did you, how did you find, like how, not find, how did you create this? How did you find the different, the different processes and the, the path to help others reach mm -hmm. that place where you as a person feel that you've reached and that that um, lifestyle that mindset that that way of life that you've created for yourself and that you've uh, come to call Pussy Picasa how how like who, how did that happen how the process was yeah. I was looking for happiness myself I got out of the marriage after 26 years, realizing I'm not happy. And I had very beautiful moments. Mm -hmm. uh, I had beautiful life, but nothing was satisfying because I wasn't present enough. That's one of the keys. Find the present, balanced, rooted self. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't completely uh, content with myself. There were some aspects of me that I wasn't happy about in the attitude, in the reactions, in relationships, in different aspects, even with kids. I was seeing like I was wrong here. I was wrong there. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't want to be here. And all of this was, it's uncomfortable. I want to be free. And I started looking for uh, happiness. And everywhere I looked, it said, look inside, mm. look inside, look inside. I was yeah, like, but see, okay, that, what, yes, look inside. But, but what does that mean? Slowing down, closing your eyes, literally or not, and just saying, what is it that I want? We're not used to ask what I want. We get manipulated by, from everything from outside and so bombarded with information and you need, you should, you have to, ta, 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 all of this is like little things that you need to unplug from them, literally. And that's what I did. I unplugged myself from everything and I said, I don't wanna hear you. I wanna hear what Mila wants. What does she really desire? And my desires are unique as yours but we think it's not good, it's not normal, it's not okay, I'm not like everyone else. And then I discovered, I don't want to be like everyone else. I never wanted to. I don't want to be manipulated because I want to find what my boundaries are. And Pussy Picasa, it's for most important part of it is figuring out who you are by asking yourself, what is it that you are? and creating a boundaries to yourself, not to the world. Boundaries, I go up to here. I do up to here. I like this. I don't like this. I'm like that. 
in any extension, sexual uh, relationships, connections, friendships, this is my boundary right now. And then I expand and it expands, mm -hmm. it changes. It's like a little uh, monitor where you can bring up something, lower down something. As your nervous system and your relationship with you changes, the approach and boundaries change. And then you become very, uh, the word is homogenic. Mm -hmm. when it's yes. all, yeah. And you blend it. You blend it and you become a, a citizen of this world that is a positive impact. You come out of yourself, you come out to the world to interact with people and nature and animals even. And you're super uh, loving, you're compatible, you're um, not reacting. Mm -hmm. And what are the, what are the steps? To the follow? steps? Yeah, like what are, like have you defined steps? Have you defined a specific, you know, like a, a program so mm -hmm. that when someone embarks in this journey, they feel that they're getting somewhere mm -hmm. with themselves. And you mentioned art. Um, so how how does art? How do how do conversations? How do how do different encounters shape the journey that people decide to take when they embark on like a a pussy? I'm gonna call it experience. The pussy mm -hmm. Picasso experience. Yes, it is experience. <laughs> I think when when someone really takes a few moments, like an hour or two, and sit down and has a conversation, deep one, mm -hmm. because I ask deep questions. I go into the root. We go into the root, and I'm not digging, I'm not inquiring. Mm -hmm. We're just, we just talking, talking. with yeah. love. And it feels very natural for a, for a human just to uh, be vulnerable, because it's confidential and we talk about what you want who you are and by doing this the person gets a little quiet and a little internal and goes inward because no one sits and asks what do i want have, do we do this we don't have time for this hmm. people don't know what they want they manipulated by and stimulated by the outside but really from inside what do i want what do I want? You offered me tea today. And I said, yes, mm -hmm. but I don't like licorice. Mm. And so I looked inside and I said, mm, she has coffee machine. <laughs> Let me ask. Yeah. So it's not being demanding. Mm -hmm. I'm catching myself uh, a lot of times. I'm not demanding, but I'm uh, providing to myself what I really, truly want. Mm -hmm. And I'm also realizing a lot of women approach is... Um, I need to be nice and I need to be submissive and I need to be uh, quiet and I need to be this and I need to be that and I need to stretch myself. I need to give, 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 give. Uh-uh, none of that. But do you, in a way, feel that's part of our nature? We trained like that. We trained, women especially trained, I need to be nice, I need to be good girl. And I'm not saying you don't need to be a good girl and not nice. I don't like the word nice to start with. Um, it doesn't describe me who you are. When people say, how is she? Oh, she's nice. I don't know what you're saying. That doesn't describe a human to me. There are much more descriptions that you can describe a human than just nice. 
So being nice, it's it's empty for me. Who are you? Well, how would you describe yourself then? Wild, free, loving, original, sexy, feminine, responsible, creative, limitless, inspiring, abuse. This is a, a, a great exercise for think that the, the that question, how would you describe yourself if if we take out the the part of saying nice, mm -hmm. like, oh I'm nice, I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. And and finding um yeah, finding getting re really to the core of that description as you just did. Getting real. Yeah. So is that one of is that one of the exercises? Now it will be. Right? <laughs> yeah. I get inspired from every human I come across. I don't ever see uh, an accident. Mm. Even homeless person, two words I exchange, he got something for sure. Mm. I got something. Okay, so how how do you go from that moment of realizing okay this is my essence this is what i've been through like this is who i am how do you go from finding that your internal pussy picasa mm -hmm. and saying now i am ready to share this or my calling is to share this mm -hmm. how much time like how much time what occurred during this time like how was that transition because it's one thing to say me like I am I'm in a good place now mm -hmm. I've uh, um, followed uh, a path I, I've uh, found a path to live my life but then I feel I mean it's not from one day to the next I'm sure that you just decide oh actually I want to share this mm -hmm. actually I have something to offer mm -hmm. I have something to give and how what made you feel that you were then capable Mm. of doing that when I started um, I've been working on myself for a while mm. I've had as I mentioned some extensions and moments of myself I didn't like for example having um, jealousy or competitiveness I saw something oh I could get this feeling of something shrinking. It's jealousy. I want it. I don't have it. I want it. Or competitiveness. Oh, I'm going to be better than that. I cleaned up all of this from my head. Now my reaction is, you inspire me. You inspire me. With your femininity, you're inspiring me. I want part of it. So I'm diving deep inside. How can I be that? I do see your femininity. It's amazing how feminine you are. It's very powerful. And I want to be more of that. My masculine is very pronounced. Mm -hmm. And my feminine is very strong. And I'm trying to uh, balance them out together. 
it can be very masculine, very decisive, very go get, go go do it, go get it. And I can be very feminine in my um, la la land. <laughs> I like that in your la la land. In <laughs> my la la land, because feminine is la la land. Feminine is playful. Feminine is magical. It's light. It's nothing planned ahead. Logically, it's masculine. Feminine is spontaneous and creative and in a moment, present, loving, forgiving, light, creative. All of that, like silk. But we need, we need the balance. <laughs> we do. We do. And we work on that as well. We bring women from very masculine to the center by balancing her feminine, by bringing that up. Because a lot of women suppress it for some reason. They think feminine, so I'm submissive and I'm less. No. That's why I mentioned feministic is not my world. Feminism has a little bit of taste of I'm fighting with a man to get my spot next to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pussy Picasso doesn't fight. Pussy Picasso comes quietly and says, I'm the queen. I'm here. And then the masculine says, oh, my queen, please have a seat next to me. And then you're allowing men to be king and in his masculine and provide you the platform, the environment, so your feminine can come up. That playful, that buzz mm -hmm. from being around masculine, feeling safe, feeling loved, desired feeling beautiful it brings out feminine so when you found this for you when were you ready to share this what happened in the middle where you said i am ready to share this that i found this lifestyle this path mm. when were you ready to share it i did something was was did something happen where you said, oh, this is what I've been called to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I have to give. I've been sharing with women my lifestyle, my vision. Mm -hmm. I love to share. I find something, I need to share it. Mm -hmm. I love to share food. I love to share experiences. I love to, I find something magical or, or a good product. I'm like, look at this, you have to have it. The same with my... Um, thoughts and I started sharing it because women come and for some reason it's so easy for uh, people to be open with me uh, maybe because I bring them immediately to the realness mm -hmm. I need real I'm not talking about weather that's one of my boundaries <laughs> yeah I don't talk about empty yeah. subjects mm -hmm. no time for that mm -hmm. so people feel immediately oh and they open up and they speak up and then I share something if they available for that and asking and then I see the feedback. I see how they lighten up. I see how they see uh, um, the light by the end of the tunnel. And that reflection was for me like, hmm, I can share it with the world. And little by little, it started coming up, coming up. And then one day, boom, it unfolded. And you created a, a program around this, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, and maybe you want to dive a little bit more into that. You were gonna when you when you got here, you were gonna start sharing with me like the the retreat that you were a part of, and mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to hear more because I want to record it. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear all about it while it's being recorded. So uh, 
what is what are these retreats about like what happens during these retreats and how do you facilitate the this um mindset this lifestyle this uh um, yeah this this path how do you bring people towards it so you mentioned a lot of a lot of um, talking i'm sure a lot of questions a lot mm -hmm. of one-to-one -one. you also mentioned art mm -hmm. how does it all unfold um how does it all unfold so particularly about the retreat uh situation i was not even talking much uh but again i made a wish a while ago let's start there okay and i said i want to be in such a vibrational field that people get affected by it in a in a positive way mm. and it affects people and it inspires people without me talking that was my desire mm. i don't want to talk i want to be and i love just being i love manifesting things in my being visualizing it experiencing the feeling of it and then manifesting it and i've been doing it for a while and this is how Pusipikas unfolded. I've been manifesting it by visualizing, by experiencing it in the inside. And so my wish was to be such a vibrational pole where people come across without touching, without listening, without talking, asking, they get affected. And it's, it's right now happening. I started noticing that people come up and they ask, what is it that you do? I'm, I'm interested to know. I want to get closer to you. And their feedback, the way they look at me, the way they react, I, I realize it's happening already. They get affected. They get inspired. So the same in retreats. I just appear there and I, I'm just part of it. I'm blending with people and I'm seeing how the environment shifting. People just get more, uh, they're looking at you and they realize, oh, it's available. I can be this and I can be that and I can still be myself. I can have, I can, um, have some tools and gadgets here to start unfolding. Mm -hmm. In the retreat, I noticed women were uh, having difficulty um, identifying with um, their beauty. It's painful. How come? Every woman is beautiful. Then so many women don't feel it. Every woman is unique. Every woman is sensual, sexual, feminine, goddess, queen. I see it in every woman. Gorgeous. Body shapes and, and, and everything. Everyone is different, but so beautiful. I'm showing people how to look at originality and individuality. Not about, oh, you okay. You look beautiful. It doesn't mean nothing to people. Nothing. When you tell people you're beautiful or you say nothing until they internalize it. That having this shape of legs, that having this shape of nose, this type of hair, this type of... It's all good. It's all you. Universe created. You are a creation accept it and then you unfold with that 
And I also realized I went through my own path. Up until a certain age, I was seeing myself as a gray mouse. A gray mouse. Gray mouse. I was short. I was pale. I was, I don't know, nothing. I didn't see myself like something uh, unique or beautiful or cute even. And people were telling me. I didn't hear them. It took me a little work to get there that I am this. And it's not coming from a place of uh, um, arrogance. Uh-uh, I'm not arrogant. I'm loving and I'm supportive. And I want you and everyone else to be that. Well, it's coming from a place of self-love and it took you some time to get there. Yes, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied and I think it's important to fill in first your bucket of dreams and desires and anything you want to be and then you share. When your cup is full, you share. And this is very true. People hear it as like a slogan or as like a, what do you call it, a cliche. Yeah. But no, this is how the process goes. I was very giving, very sharing with everyone before. I always very generous. But I wasn't full. So I was having resentment. Mm-hmm. I would give and I would share and I would stretch myself and I would get resentment because I wasn't worrying about myself. I was first, I need to help her. Yes. I need to rescue him. I need to do this. I need to cook for you. I need to please you. I need to. Me first. Me. Satisfy what you want. Take time. I took so long solitude for about a year i told all my people that were close to me in a phone or otherwise Mm -hmm. i said i'm taking time off i don't know when i'll be back i don't want to give any time to myself i need to heal i need to figure out what the hell is going on and i took solitude i was completely alone inside my phone was off I was running business through uh, just looking at the phone at the time, sometimes to see if I have some text messages from clients. I was not having no conversations with nobody. Solo dinners, solo ocean, solo everything. It was the most amazing time of my life. It was such a deep, vast ocean diving finally, realizing who is this girl and what is she about. And it really helped me to break all the filters with the world all my uh, insecurities that sounds pretty life-changing i mean taking a year and just closing the door socially to people around that love you i mean of course but just um yeah that sounds amazing mm-hmm. sounds uh yeah, and I'm sure that a, ver- a different version of, of who you are came out on the other end right after. It literally felt like that. Like a I stepped, it was a year of walking through the bridge to the mm-hmm. other side. But it was most amazing experience. And I don't expect people to do that. It would be amazing. But we're all busy living in a lifestyle, kids, work, nine to five job, and this, that. I'm, I'm living artistic lifestyle, so I can allow myself this. Uh, but again, I was running business. So let's. you mentioned uh, artistic lifestyle, and I know you're an artist. 
um, do you paint or just yeah. you do a little bit of everything? A lot of, a lot of different things. Yeah, but you but you are an artist. So how has how is art um, shaping the 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 whole uh, Pussy Picasso way of life? And how is that inspiring others? Are you bringing art into the I'm gonna call it therapy sessions. I don't know how you want to call them. Like, how is how is art um, part of all of that? You can leave the coffee there or there. <laughs> so I know, I want. know. I'm loving it. It's such a cute. It goes with my outfit. I know. Huh. How art helps? Well, art is um, expression. Part of the Pussy Picasso mindset is self-expression in different ways. Someone needs to get it vocally, verbal expression. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to open their arms and dance, and we do that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, some need to express themselves in a more uh, internal way, being quiet, because a lot of women very out and about and a lot talking and loud da, 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 da. so maybe someone needs to go in and that's an expression another expression mm -hmm. different ways of expression for me uh, art was always part of my lifestyle i was little and i was taking apart my mom jewelry and making something else mm -hmm. and she's still wondering where that amber <laughs> went necklace yeah it's already dissolved into <laughs> this and this and yeah. this um and I did different modalities. I'm also an ambient um, expert. I'm very detail-oriented. An ambient expert? Ambience. What does that mean? Ambience. Ambience. But, but like, uh, for spaces? I think, you, yeah. Kind of... For spaces or experiences. Okay. Uh, because it requires some details. What, what um, makes experience unique and memorable is details. Mm -hmm. That open up your different senses and I found it uh, since I was little this little trick and I've been using it it's a form of seduction and I find seduction uh, a very useful tool for healing because even when you go on a massage table and they start the massage we think that we relaxed it's your physical body maybe on the table. But if you're really gonna go inward and really gonna get quiet and you're gonna, you're lying down on the table and you're like, oh wow, the more you spend, you feel like, oh, this one goes down more and this one goes down. It's like in a stretch, it's more and more and more. Relaxation, it's the same way, it takes time. So seduction, it's that, it's, it brings you way quicker and when, way deeper. When you, when you say seduction, what are you referring to specifically? Because seduction, um, because relaxation, I think it's, I mean, it's easy to understand and I like mm -hmm. how you're saying about the massage because I think, yeah, I mean, at least when I get a massage the first 15 minutes, I'm, I think my body is relaxed, but my mind is yes. all over the place. And, and you're lucky only 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes more. Um, but seduction, 
seduction as in like sexual seduction or what type <laughs> of seduction are we talking about seduction usually when i say this word it's taking as a sexual aspect mm -hmm. but seduction is just actually activating your senses and seduction it's not only for sex and sexual experience seduction it could be in the way i look at you seduction could be in a uh, flavor of the coffee it could be in a sound, in a scent, in a uh, specific touch. It could be um, like you could be with closed eyes and I could introduce different sound and scent and taste and touch and, and you're going there much faster. You're relaxing really. You Because you're very present and you're very, you're like expecting, oh, I'm here, hold on, what is she doing? What is going to happen? And that's what ambience is doing. Okay. When you're creating ambience or experience, and Pussy Picasso as well, I do that. It's a ritualic experience in a way. Okay. Because I want people to snap out of the reality. So let's say you, you, you welcome um, people in your studio or, or in your space. You create this ambience, so you create the, the right setting for them to get to that level of relaxation, but through seduction. Mm -hmm. so through seduction. Okay. And so walk me through it. I'm, I'm, I'm one of, I'm one of your guests. Yes. I, I get there. Do I, am I, do I have to wear a robe? Like how, how does this That's work? part of it. That's part of it. I get the girls ready before the uh, event. Mm -hmm. I get them involved and evolved with the process because it's a ritual and I am uh, um, very direct about it. I make them feel the thing coming way before. Okay. I create little uh, um, videos for them. They communicate on Instagram, my group. They always see what, what's going on. And when I post a new Busy Picasso coming up, and whoever signs up, I do name revealing in a very playful, artistic way. When I get the class, the, the uh, experience full, I start revealing names. It's a saging process. It's a playful, colorful, artistic way uh, that they see this is already rolling. Mila is doing something. Mm -hmm. She's getting ready for us. It's not just like a class. You came, you did, and you go. No, it's not a hit and run situation. <laughs> it's get ready, buckle up, stay tuned. I'm here doing already something. I'm getting my own. Before any Pussy Picasso event, I get very uh, ritualic with myself. Okay. I do different rituals with myself. To be that vessel and catalyst for them to have this magical experience. Okay. And I find that women need to be little kids. They need to play. And for manifestation of your dreams and desires, I need to immerse you into that. Okay, keep on walking me through it because it's uh, it's it's very, uh, it's fun. It's fun to hear this the process that people go through. So they, before the, the experience, you 
send like little clips of like things that are uh -huh, about to happen. Uh -huh. Teasers. Teasers. Yeah, yes. Teasing teasers. is the part of the Lucificasa. Yes. So you send teasers and people are excited. You slowly start saying the names of the people that will be there. Mm -hmm. How up to how many people do you use? I had up to 20. Okay. And it always varies. Okay. And I'm never pushing it. As many people that were ready for this event, mm -hmm. I set up a date and then Okay, uh, different ages, I'm assuming. Different ages. Okay. I had a 12-year-old girl participating. Wow. Her mom brought her. She, okay. she was asking me, can I bring my daughter? I want her to experience this. Wow. Because she already came to two of my experiences. Mm -hmm. And then she asked, I want my daughter to be with me there. And of course, welcome. Yeah. And she was amazing. She was mm -hmm. part of us. And I had 78 years old. Wow. Very uh, sexual, advanced yeah. uh, friend of mine, actually, mm -hmm. and she was happy to participate as well. So we have yeah, all anything, anyone. So then, when it's finally time, they arrive. Is it how? Is it a day? Is it half a day? It's usually daytime. It's about four or five hours event. Okay. And I, the day before, the night before, I send them uh, a little teaser invitation, a reminder. And I tell them what I'm expecting from them. It's not just what they expect from me. Okay. I'm also making them responsible to show up in a certain way and be uh, playful and feel sensual mm -hmm. and wear something that you feel feminine in it. Mm -hmm. Because we dance, we do ecstatic dance meditation. Okay. Uh, we um, eat. I cook for them usually. I do some little things around. It's not Costco food, never. <laughs> it has to be real. It has to feel with love. Mm -hmm. And we have a table. You pamper of, them pretty much. I spoil them rotten. Mm -hmm. That's the my thing. I spoil them rotten so they feel no limits. No question is too much. No demand is too much. Whatever you want, I'll serve you. And I'm noticing by doing this, women actually don't demand nothing because they provide it. Mm. I willingly go extra mile for them. And when they arrive, they're so thankful and they're so trusting and they immediately jump with me in the, into the ocean. They're like, okay, let's <laughs> let's get wild. Mm -hmm. They're ready for it. Do they actually go into the ocean? Is that part of the experience? I think physically. <laughs> I'm just curious. Is this you know, part of it? Who knows what they're going through, but uh -huh. they get ecstatic. So then they arrive, you give them um, chocolate, tea. I mean, you, you cacao. cacao. We do cacao ceremony. Okay. Red lips, pink lips, it's part of it. Okay. I make sure everyone is wearing lips. bright lips. Okay. It makes women feel good. Isn't it? Yeah. We no, don't do right. it on yeah. a daily basis. But <laughs> when right. I put red or pink, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, for me, it's pink. I love pink. So yes, pink whatever it is. Like, but red or pink, <laughs> must. I tell them. I demand from them. I'm coming my fully 200% on top of it. I want you to be your 100%. So then there is, um, there is the dancing. It's called it ecstatic. Ecstatic dance ecstatic. meditation. Okay. We close our eyes, whoever wants to, and I put amazing music, and we all um, start moving, getting in rhythm with your body, mm -hmm. uh, the music, and also whatever you feel going on around. You just get it's not a performance. 
I'm not expecting no one to perform break, break dance, uh, any other uh, skills. If Just you got it, if you got it, show me what you got. And I in, invite in a circle of us dancing. It's a very loosen up environment. Okay. There is no agenda. From 10 to, to uh, 10, 15, we're doing this. From 11 to 12, we're doing this. Uh-uh. I don't roll like that. And I don't want nobody to roll like that. I let them unfold. And every Pussy Picasso experience has been so different. So different. It's a different group of women. It's a different vibration. Of course, I'm holding the container. I'm holding the space for everyone to be loving, positive, excited, um, seduced, uh, sensual, sexual, whatever you want. But it's a container. We don't cry in this container. We don't share struggles. This is not that type of thing. Okay. It's a container where you come and you embrace your most amazing self. How would you like to be? What's your ideal version of yourself? Show me. Show me what you got. Mm -hmm. And in a dance, I usually do first everything by being an example and being inspiration. And I go in a circle and I show them, ha, this is what I want today. This is my wish. This is my dream and desire. Let me dance it out to you. And I ask them, show me, what do you want? Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell us. People can have some secret dreams and desires, so we don't need to discuss it all. Intentions are all different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But I want you to dance and think about it and, and feel it. How would you feel by having it? Because the feeling attracts the manifestation of this uh, experience you're looking for. Mm -hmm. If you can experience it by feeling how it feels when you... Think about it. If you're able to feel it, it's a matter of hours to have it manifested. From my experience, you gotta stay present. You gotta stay happy. You don't introduce any resistance to it by thinking, oh, it's too much I'm asking. I'm asking for the moon. It's too much, it's not doable. That is gonna break the deal. So what I infuse and help them to understand, you gotta be magical. You gotta believe it. You are a woman. You have a connection to the source if you allow yourself just to be playful and light and trusting the universe. Little by little. It's difficult to let control go. I know it. I'm still working on it. I'm not perfect. I'm not angel. But I found a little entrance there. I opened the little door and I'm looking at it and I see the feedback from playing this yeah. way with the universe. Well, tell me that, the feedback. Like, what type of feedback have you been receiving? Um, like how, how, is, how has this experience um, shaped the woman that attend moving forward? <laughs> uh, it's, so, it's my favorite uh, part to talk about feedback, feedback. And I don't feel bragging because it's not my job, it's their job. Mm -hmm. It's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, you're, but you're, you're uh, creating a path for them, right? You're creating the, all the right, the right steps for them to find mm. within themselves something that... I'm showing them the direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the moon is there. Mm -hmm. And then if she's able to trust me 
and go that direction, she will find it. And I've had people that really get in this playful, trustful mode. They go with that and they manifest. For example, um, I had this uh, woman, she painted her piece and there were some spots on it, dark spots. She painted within 20 minutes. You uh, first explain her piece. So you, she painted... She painted the pussy. The pussy. Yeah. Okay, because that's part of the experience. It's part paint. of the experience, yes. We paint pussy. We didn't get to that part yet. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the most, uh, uh, okay. you know, it's, it's the, the cherry on the yeah, top. Yeah, the cherry on the top. They paint a pussy. They paint the pussy. A variation. Do they paint a pussy or their pussy? Their pussy. Their pussy, okay. Or maybe a pussy. How do you how do you get there? So they, they, they arrive, they go through all this, and they're dancing, they're, like, and then we you bring out a camera and you say... Yes. They sit down and I ask them to set intentions because they already been for an hour or so playful and eating and unfolding and feeling and being in this container, the ambiance and everything and served and spoiled and pampered. And now it's time to um, intentions. What is it that you want? Maybe today it's just one thing. And it could be as simple as I want Tesla. Or it could be, I want lover, or I want proposal, or I want something else. Mm -hmm. And they put it on the canvas, in the front or in the back, whatever they want. Before they even start? Before they start painting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's their portal. We're basically creating a portal with the source. Every woman is super intuitive. She doesn't allow always to trust herself. And that, this is what we're showing them. You can trust yourself. And let me show you that when you trust, you, you get what you want. Mm -hmm. So I'm creating that platform for them. And those that do trust the process, they really connect with that. They, with the source, they play full, no resistance for four or five hours. It's enough time to get solid. Your idea, your intention gets solid. And it starts... Uh, creating the um, components of it for you because okay. you are in that yeah. you are that already you felt what it is you got all ecstatic about it and in this process they start painting with then they this. start painting I never had to uh, direct any woman what to do I was gonna ask do you have pictures to follow none of that <laughs> None of that. And it's fascinating. I'm as an artist, I know it's hard to paint from your imagination. Yes, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You're saying it, I'm trying to think, how exactly, how would I start painting this? And it's, that's how it's very different from any classes out there that people go see wine and paint. I don't provide that. I don't provide alcohol ever. I seduce them on the level of alcohol and they high without any uh, drugs. Wow. And that's what I want. I don't want them to be drunk and tipsy and do it. I want them to be present and loving to themselves. And I had no need to guide anyone what to do. They sit down and it's most fascinating. I was nervous first time. First Pussy Picasso, I went to the post office and I printed out some variations of flowers <laughs> yes. that looked like it. And the post office was closed because it was on Sunday and uh -huh. I didn't realize it. I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to do? And 20 women. When I saw it, I had an orgasm myself. I was like, 
this is pussy and this is pussy and this is pussy and this is pussy so different and so beautiful and they don't even look at each other because the very first opening of every pussy picasa i start like this no jealousy no competitiveness no envy no judgment no critics you look at another woman with the eyes of love and everything you see in her that's what you have in you so you better look at her with love because looking with the eyes of judgment and critic doesn't give you nothing but depression and anxiety but looking with love and knowing she reflects at me what i am so i love this yeah it's, i it's love beautiful. this it's a beautiful it's a beautiful mindset it's a beautiful uh, way to to see and, and and you are i mean you're you're right uh we we live in a very um competitive society especially amongst women and yeah it's beautiful to just start mechanism. yeah and it's beautiful to start an experience where you see people with with the eyes of love and not of comparison no jealousy no um no none of that right but because mm -hmm. i'm even thinking in terms of the paintings right you're everyone's painting and i'm sure there's it's so easy to just look at someone else's painting and say oh that one's nicer than mine mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, i get it out of it because i get excited about every single unfolding and i make sure they know i express myself oh nice no never i would say that nice is out of my vocabulary I find what's going on there and I inspire her by what I see, I reflected her and she gets that like splash of fresh air or water and she's like, whoa, it's beautiful. Not because I said, I expressed, I reflected what I feel and that inspires her. It's a muse, it's a vehicle for her to go further and unfold with that. So you were saying, when I asked about the feedback, you were mentioning um before we we got yes. into you describing the whole uh, you're so good you're so good <laughs> let me tell you you're so good <laughs> thank you i'm glad you didn't say nice <laughs> so uh when you were talking about the feedback and you were saying how this this, this woman that came to you and as part of the painting mm -hmm. she you said she uh, painted some dots mm -hmm what what was the outcome like how was this uh was this a good thing was this a bad thing like, what was, were you reading it was something not just the paint itself it was colorful but it had black dots on it okay. and then i mostly noticed uh, i was not judging the painting but i was looking at her face mm -hmm. and i noticed that she got quiet and very like you know like throning uh throning yeah. or something and i came up to her and i said what's up what's going on here Tell me what's happening here and she shared with me that she was um, sexually abused by her uncle from the age of 10, 8 to 11 and she never told anyone about it and here you see 45 years old woman having a family kids husband life and never talking about it like it never happened but it's it's there she was painting and it came up and she told me, she said, look, all these black dots, these are my feelings that I don't feel good about myself. And I had the feeling she feels 
dirty. Mm. You know, black, all these yeah. spots, it felt like a little dirty yeah. on a beautiful painted canvas. And I shared with her my own experience. And I shared with her what I know about the statistics of how many uh, women were sexually abused. I've read once it was eight out of 10. It's a lot. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) And I would actually think maybe even more than that. It's maybe more than eight out of 10 because we don't know our boundaries. We don't even know what is sexual abuse. No, I think that's exactly the problem. We don't even know. And we we all have stories, right, of being touched in a way that maybe when you're a child, you don't understand that's not how, the way you should be touched. But as you age, you realize, oh, that was actually not okay. That mm-hmm. was not proper. That's not, that's not how... Uh, anyone should be approaching a little girl yeah. and a little boy because it yes. happens. Men it happens. have this issue yeah, as well. I'm realizing well. it now. It's it's uh, painful to see that, that men have this experience. But speaking of this particular uh, woman, we talked and I shared and she lightened up and she went home. Mm-hmm. And five days later, she called me and she said, Mila, I want to see you. And she was, the, the vibration of her voice was different. I said, okay, come on over. She came over like a little girl. She was always very, uh, how to say, restricted a little bit, body-wise yeah. and emotions-wise, not very speaking up. She came, she was like a little girl jumping all over. It's you. It's your pussy Picasso. Ah! I said, what's going on? What Tell me in detail. <laughs> Tell me in detail. Yeah. I want to hear it. And she told me that her husband was traveling at the time. And a couple of days later, he came back home. And she was already, after this experience, filled with new energy about herself, new vision of herself. Something lightened up. Something cleaned up. She did a, like a deep cleaning, felt like. And he came and she... You know, in order to create some change, you need something drastically to happen or you need to like say it. Mm -hmm. You cannot just like all of a sudden come out and nothing happened. People will think like, what's up you with? (laughs) So he came home and she's like, I'm not the same anymore. And he said, I see that. What's going on? And so she shared with him that she had this experience and she feels like this and then she mentioned to me that her business started unfolding, prospering financially. Wow. And her uh, bedroom lifestyle became a little more interesting. She started loosening up and feeling more sensual. And her relationship with her teenage kids was less intense. She had a lot of struggle and resistance there and like controlling parent thinking she needs to be this strong and... Mm, and then all of a sudden, when she came, I started looking at her. She's telling me all this story. I'm, I'm looking at her. I'm like, this woman is so sensual. Look at her lips, how sensual they are. Look at her eyes. She's like radiating something. And I realized, this is not small. This is so big. Yeah. From one experience she had. Just that, the spark, the well, sensuality. It, was, it, was, uh, it, it, it changed her life, for sure. 
and she she kept coming to every experience when i send invitations yeah. she shared with me she said i never look at the content what you write i just look time and date and <laughs> I'm, i put I'm it in there. my calendar i'm there <laughs> so how long have you been doing this for now first one officially was uh, August 28th, okay. 2022. 2022. This was the very first Pusitikasa okay. event. Wow, and how do you see this unfolding? Like, how do you see this um, like growing? Do you want to do it more often? Do you want to do it for more people? Like, I want to do it bigger. What is next? I want to do it bigger. Bigger, more people or more, more people. often? Okay. Uh, more people, bigger spaces. Um, do you think that's more possible? Frequent? But do you think it will lose some of the of the intimacy? Because having you know, I, I used to organize events. I still sometimes organize events, um, and it's very different. A, a a big event or a larger experience is different than something smaller because when it's smaller, you have that level of intimacy and especially for women and especially with something so vulnerable do you think it's uh, possible to do it bigger without losing the intimacy yeah yeah mm -hmm. i think intention um my intention is being um feeling like i'm one-on-one -on -one with everyone okay. And I always make sure with people I'm one on one. So, for how many people do you envision this? When you say like, I want this to be bigger, a larger space. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Por qué no? Okay. Why not? I can I can hold the space. Okay. I feel it. It would be a slightly different dynamic, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm already thinking, okay, well, if you did this, if you did that. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking to do it even on Zoom as well, not just for San Diego people to have this uh, lucky opportunity. Yeah. Zoom all over the globe. I've been uh, invited to Miami mm -hmm. uh, to have this group of women that are gathering right now. We're uh, negotiating right now the time and space and everything okay. but they're ready and what about providing something similar for men have you ever considered that yes there is a version of mr dicasso <laughs> when wait, wait, Picasso, wait, wait, the name is fabulous mr, mr. dicasso yes <laughs> okay please tell me more about mr dicasso how's that gonna unfold it's unfolding. Of course, I'm a woman and it's uh, much easier for me to yeah. create content for a woman because I've been working on my femininity and sensuality. Mm. And I have the tools and gadgets that I can share. But with men, I'm um, gathering this right now. I have a basic plus, I would say, vision for uh, mm. Mr. Dicasso content. And it's getting closer to that conclusion of mm, the baby is ready. Do you think? Okay, so if I if I joined an experience for Pussy Picasso and it's a man sharing that experience, mm -hmm. I would not be happy about it. And quite frankly, I would not join because like, what is a man going to tell me about? 
the pussy life, okay. <laughs> right? So have you considered having a man that you respect, that you admire, that you um, that inspires you? Do you think it would make more sense for Mr. Dicasso to be led by a man? Absolutely. And I'm working on it right now with, um, with a man. The gentleman <laughs> who is appearing to be uh, suitable and compatible for this role. Okay. Uh, because I've been looking for someone to take this space and lead the group with me okay. from his male perspective. Mm -hmm. Because I might have 88% of the content and he might add this um, other 20%, 18% or whatever, even more. I'm willing to share and, and uh, I can be just like a vessel, like a platform for men come and join this. And I'm thinking Mr. Dicasso should be with women yes well i mean the, just the way that you're that you're uh, putting it it was very complimentary right because there's a lot of there's a lot to learn from each other a mm -hmm. lot um mm -hmm. mr Dicasso can join pussy picasso for sure and and vice and that's how i'm envisioning it i'm envisioning the version version of mr Dicasso with uh, pussy picasso together okay and maybe even an uh, um, event for singles mm -hmm. or for couples where people can bond, actually. And it doesn't have to be in a sexual way. Just men with a woman bonding for the moment, mm -hmm. for this particular experience, and feeling what is it really to be in a feminine energy. And for her, what is it really to be in a masculine energy? And not to be afraid that something is going to be taking over. Yeah. Nothing is going to be taking over. Complimenting. It's like red and green. Complimenting each other. Bringing each other stand out more. Making sure what I got brings the best out of you. What I got infuses in you and you're like, this goddess feminine sexual. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Milana. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing all of this it's it's really um it's very different mm. it's very unique it's original it's wild it's all of the things um that you described when when i asked who are you mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's all of that and i'm i'm excited to see how uh how pussy picasa um moves forward how evolves. it evolves and then to see how mr Dicasso joins in the fun. Mm -hmm. So you will have to do this again when you have Mr. Dicasso already set and, mm -hmm. and we'll have to talk about how those two have mm -hmm. have evolved. Yes. Very very pleasure pleasurable time with you here. Thank you. Thank you. I so really much. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too and uh, we'll never talk about the weather. I promise. We'll always, I know. No, we'll always we'll always talk about things that we we'll always that talk about a little bit beyond that. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll always